<laughs> All right, we're going in. <laughs> the the raceway bag. I, I, I never thought that joke would still be funny two weeks old. <laughs> yeah, but it still doesn't good. doesn't get old, man. It's better when you tell it to somebody else I and not there to you. watch. Yeah, honestly, like, if I'm a third party, I really enjoy that joke a lot more. <laughs> Of course you do. Cause I don't, you don't feel I don't, like the dumbass saying it. I get it. I, I was like, like questioning your spelling when you told me that joke. I was like, are you like, sure? Is Andrew like, dumb? <laughs> I think you're telling it wrong. I don't. Andrew, is Andrew slow? Oh, Does Andrew need help? The joke I had is not nearly as funny though, so this is gonna be bad. It's okay. It's a terrible follow up. I don't. I told. There's nothing. I, that was the best dad joke that I could. When I told you, I'm gonna give you the best I can give you. <laughs> I meant it. But I'm just gonna get this out of the way quick thing because I don't want to okay. dwell on it. So what's the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament? Sam likes race. Uh, by the way, not raceways. Uh, Sam is in studio, Ew. my girlfriend, and she likes dad jokes. So if you want a live reaction of a laugh, she no, might so, give okay, it to you. So what's the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament? I don't know. Live stream. <laughs> I'm only laughing because you can't keep it. Cool. That was a good one though. That was that was top five. Really? Like, yeah, I give that. All right, I was I was nervous because you know you, you come stream, in with the banger. Yeah, no. <laughs> live stream is yeah. Oh, You'd man. be right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd hope so. Hey man, the best jokes have a little bit of truth behind them. Right there we go. All right. Uh, with no effing way. <laughs> Here we go. The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised. This is the AK Swish Podcast. Alright everybody, welcome in. Episode 30 something of the AK Swish Podcast. I think we're at like 38, 38 now, right? Yeah. yeah. I think we said 36 last week. Yeah, I fucked it up. I dubbed it out, so we're good. So I didn't I didn't look too fucking stupid. <laughs> that was great. Good. <laughs> good, I'll just make us look stupid as I talk about it. I spent more time looking for 36 in a podcast than I think <laughs> I've ever done anything else while doing this. So what the fuck? <laughs> welcome in guys. Again, thank you so much for listening to the AK Swish Podcast here on the Anchor app, Spotify, Apple, wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you for listening to us, of course. You can follow us on Twitter at AKSwishPod, and of course the Facebook page, just type in AKSwishPodcast in that search bar. Also starting an Instagram soon. Uh, we're going to have different sports pictures, kind of for your interpretation, no captions, just pictures. Uh, I'm going to mix it a little bit uh, with my news background as well, so we'll kind of do... We're going to put a picture of my peener on there, right? We're definitely too. not going to do that, because, uh, yeah... There's no coming back from a Peter on Instagram, so we can't really. Did you uh, see the face? I just. <laughs> you should, I felt it. I didn't even have to look. I didn't up. have to look. I can. I can tell. Like it was. It was, it was gonna... a, a peanut right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. <laughs> Almost like for my big mouth fans, the one that Andrew takes when he's looking down at it. <laughs> Is there a big mouth fan? I imagine taking a picture like this, but getting your <laughs> ankle. So it's below your peener. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking up at it? In case you guys are wondering, this is in fact a sports podcast. Don't change the uh, crotch pass. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's it's early. Uh, yeah, <laughs> late, I, late yeah. early, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Uh, this is this is AK Switch podcast after dark. 
<laughs> at night. <laughs> at like night. This, <laughs> misspelled N I T E. Oh, yeah. Like Nick and Night. <laughs> they always said they always misspelled night. No when you wake up anything. at when you wake up in a fucking cold sweat and you just see Carlos Menzer. You just see a picture of Andrew yeah. Peter. What on was Instagram. the dude's name? What was uh, Lopez? Fucking George Lopez. George Lopez. Low Rider. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! What the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, uh, uh sports. Uh so sports. <laughs> obviously I want to talk Browns cuz it's fresh and it just literally happened a couple hours ago. You know, we, shit the back holy the lord. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Hey, I, Baker didn't I, look uh, bad. But I'm a lot of to, incompletions but didn't yeah. look well, bad. Not I mean, a turnover. 27 to 42 is not a bad. This is the first week rating, that the Bakery yeah. didn't serve a turnover. So they were overselling those. They had some yeah, left over. Uh, you needed a break. I'll tell you. Yeah, but I'm gonna actually admit something when we talk Browns that I uh, that I was wrong about in preseason predictions. So we'll talk about that. But first off, uh, we definitely have to talk about the Washington Nationals winning the World Series. Congrats! Um, yeah, uh, we Woo-hoo! both we bringing both... something to the DC area besides crack and homeless well, think people. Think about it. The, the Mystics won in the yeah. WNBA. The Capitals won in the NHL two years ago. So I mean, the, Washington's the place to be right now for sports, besides basketball, which you know, not you know, for GDP and housing market. Um, or if you're a politician, it's a little rough yeah. right now. You're Donald Trump. Yeah, you definitely don't want to <laughs> be there right now. Anybody, <laughs> they're all going through it. Good uh, luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all, I mean, like that was we both projected the, uh, you know, the Astros to whoop, the yeah, beat the shit out of them. And I mean, they no Bryce Harper, no problem. Oh my goodness, nose I, problem. I I posted the meme, just kind of like he was just sitting there with his, with his face, kind of going, "What?" And they, it was unbelievable. And Juan Soto is going to be a future star, and that that team. Now we'll see what happens with Strasburg, which we'll talk about here shortly too. But we already know what's going to happen. They're not going to win the World Series next year. That's how well, I, it's really hard to repeat, especially in baseball, because I mean, it, there's so much turnover. You know, you never know who's going to be where. But I mean, what does it mean though for a team? Like the Nationals? Well, they, they kind of squeaks into the wild With card. really no superstar they have, on that They team. have Cy Young Award winners. And, and, they have and pitchers, Stra- yeah. And, and, Again. and Corbin's a guy that was they signed to a big contract. Not a super big contract, but a bigger but no contract. no superstar. No, no at-bat superstar yeah. pointing to the bleachers type shit. Um, it really just shows that depth and versatility on your team is super important in baseball. And we already knew that. I mean, if you look at the Boston Red Sox last season, they have big names on their team, of course, because it's the Red Sox. But they, they were, that wasn't... The best Red Sox team we've ever seen. Oh. Hands down. Maybe pitching wise. I will say that. But no, you had when guys, on, yeah. Again, you had guys that didn't have playoff experience. Well, they did, not winning experience, and they pulled it off. So, A, really what it shows me for the Nationals, it shows that you're doing something right. Hmm. A. B, you're showing us that that money ball mentality and the idea that maybe efficiency in checking stats is more important than, hey, let's just add Bryce Harper back to the team. Let's get a Manny Machado on here to help him out. It, they didn't need to. They got it done. Yeah, I mean, so what does this now say for a team maybe like the Indians who are That kinda, one's a hard one. Well, they're kind of Because we know similarly. about the Lindor situation. And They've said they're not going to pay Lindor. So we're looking at a situation where we're probably going to lose our best player. That's where again you kind of look at the Nationals and say, listen, they have that star in Soto, but he's a year younger than. I think he's two years younger. Which than congratulations to Perez as well. We need to say that. Oh yeah, for the gold, the gold they gloves. They both won yeah, Golden the, Gloves. Lindor and uh, Perez. First year is a full time catcher and he wins it. Yep. Remember, yeah. fielding was always his forte. That was one of the things that they brought Gomes in to be the hitter. And ironically enough, Gomes leaves and 
people were shitting on him for a bad year and he wins a World Series. So, yeah, I, mean, I just want to make sure that we do say that as well. Being <laughs> Cleveland, we got to be right. Well, just, he just things. came out not too long ago, a couple hours ago. That they, right. Uh, this is nicer to do it at night since we're getting everything. Well, in. everything happened. The NFL played today. We can shit on the Browns and later on shit on the, the Patriots. Podcast. Well, yeah, 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 we'll I mean, get to that soon. No teams going sixteen to zero. Sorry, not anymore. Maybe the 49ers. I doubt it. But <laughs> even they will slip up at some point. But I mean, the Indians now got to probably look at that and say, hey. As good as Bryce Harper was for the Nationals and how much of a staple he was. Remember, because they drafted Harper and he came up through the ranks, just like right. Lindor. I mean, as good as he was, even in Philly, he still had 30 and had 100 RBIs. Right. Is it more worth trading him and getting getting a full team back? Getting, you know, a couple... If you can get it, yes. Couple, like, I had the, There's a lot of teams. You have to remember that this claiming that we're a mid-market team. I'll never yeah, say we're a small yeah. market Cleveland well, is Cleveland is small market without LeBron James. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we'll say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're going to take advantage of you. They know that you can't afford it, so they're going to tell you, "Well, this guy's going to get this." And the analytics go into it. A lot of people know that about trades, and it'll it'll take. We could probably get a lot back for them when we should. Right, but this is the one cool thing about the Indians in their spot right now. They do not need starting pitching. No, not at all. Not at all. Like they no. have too much. Clevenger showed. Well, Clevenger a lot. Bieber had a great season. He was the All Star star. I mean, well, not the All Star starter, but All Star game MVP. I mean, they have, and even you can go down the list. Talk about guys that kind of lost some parts. We haven't seen Kluber in a year. He's yeah, have Kluber. A full, a full I put Kluber season. in co- quotations for right now because we don't know what's going well, on. He with picked him. up his option. He'll be back next right. year. But I mean, uh, again, uh, another person you could trade and get some pieces well, for. Well, even Plesac, a good third, fourth, fifth starter. You mm-hmm. know, uh, Carrasco, if he has a full season and can can keep that cancer what they in remission, turned, we'll see. I'll say this: what they turned. Bauer into was kind of important, yeah. so that that's huge. It, Reyes it, and uh, yeah. Puig, well, Puig, Puig might not be back, but I mean Reyes will be here for the long haul, which is good. Which again, we just have to look into the options for the Indians. It's more or less. There's a lot of moving pieces still going around. Well, I had a I had presented a trade for the Yankees to get Lindor because they have one of the first names that was brought up, of course, because it's New yeah, York. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it, it was <laughs> it was a team that I'm has just, a lot of you know, well a lot of pieces that they could actually go for because again the the Indians don't need starting pitching. The, the Dodgers have starting pitching. Yes. So the Indians really aren't going to look at Walker Bueller and be like, uh, I mean, is he a great pitcher? Yeah, but do we really need him? We'd rather have relief in the bullpen. We'd rather have guys in the corner infield. I mean, so I said something along the lines of, and Duhar, Voit, Lemayhew, Batances, and Chad Green for Lindor. Jesus Christ, laundry list. That's a haul. Yeah, that's and a laundry list. The Yankees will jump on that because again, you can you can. Why wouldn't they? Because it right, would make no sense for them not. Well, yeah, to. because again, you'll you'll have worst comes to worst, your your middle infield is Lindor and Glabar Torres. Yeah, I mean that's not terrible. I mean it's it's <laughs> that's the best middle infield yeah. in baseball if they get that. I mean that's no. I mean that's seriously what it is. But like you said, it's no joke. It's it's something that they can. If the Yankees are looking to add somebody along with the pitcher this year, that's a win now mentality sense. for well, the they Yankees. Because be. I mean, yeah. they're on the borderline. The Yankees have a good team. They got to sign pitchers. They got and they, they need an the extra bat because Stan's not a sure thing anymore either. No, so, unfortunately, because he, he keeps getting <laughs> unfortunately, hurt. Unfortunately, that was a bad. Uh, well, it, well, this year was bad. The first year wasn't terrible, but I mean, this year was rough. So he's and he missed a lot of time and didn't make a big factor in the postseason. But you know, back to the Nationals now. They. Have this World Series ring, but one of the key cogs, in fact, the World Series MVP, Steven Strasburg, is going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. He opts out of his last four years of his contract, $100 million. He's going to get more than $25 million a year, I'd imagine, from somebody. Most likely, yeah. Uh, maybe be, be 4 to $5 million bump in his pay, maybe a little bit more. Who signs this guy? I mean, do the Dodgers, are they in the race? I mean, do you think maybe about the Phillies? Do you think about possibly the Yankees or the Mets or one of those teams jumping in. It's got to be a big market. Team, I don't right? know, honestly. Angels maybe, who knows. I would say even he comes back. 
Um, you just won a World Series, and you were kind of a cornerstone in that World Series team. Well, he and was the first guy. Him and Harper were the first two they drafted, saying, hey, this is our turnaround. Remember, they got to the— Stras- uh, Strasburg was the cornerstone of that team. Well, he Bryce, was the, he was the Bryce big... was a second piece, you know? Well, think about He was Strasburg. a founding block, yeah, but I the mean, cornerstone was right. Strasburg. So, I don't know. It just depends. I don't—there's not a lot of loyalty in sports anymore, and we'll talk no. about that. So, honestly, go where the money goes is what I would always say. But for me— You just won a World Series. What other option is better than where you're at? That's part of the mindset, too, about how competitive you are. If you like a challenge, it's something that LeBron kind of referenced, too, as far as going to L.A., a new challenge for a team that hadn't won I in a while. I don't agree with his, and you know well, that. I'm, I, I know I'm he not, did that for other. With it. I'm just saying. I know he did that for yeah, other ventures. He wanted to make movies. He, he did it for his son. Stuff, he yeah. did it for his yeah. family. He did it for the point that Which, he's Why would you make... not want your son to play with Chris Livingston? And They could have got him to go to St. V's if they really wanted to. But, here but look who he's playing with now. Well, fuck Zaire. Well, goddamn, Sierra Canyon's a uh, one of the best teams in a history. Juggernaut. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you go down the line and you've always found success at Sierra Canyon. Yeah. So, I mean, Scotty Pippen Jr. was just there. I think he's still there. Kenya Martin's kids there. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just like it seems like a breeding ground for NBA players' sons. Well, you look at against like Strasburg. Matter-day. Well, Strasburg's <laughs> options too. I mean, obviously, I would imagine the Yankees are going to make a pitch for him. Uh, yes, because they need starting pitching. That'd be the one they need an answer Every to. Every single major team is going to make a pitch for him. I'd say right now, if I'm if I'm the Angels and I have Joe Madden coming in, I like their chances. Yeah, they like to spend money. They have the room to do so. I think the Dodgers are always an option. Philly may. Philly's Philly's willing to spend, and they waited. They they signed a couple of key guys. They have Harper there. The, the pitching was a little bit hit or miss this year. So, no pun intended. But I mean, they could. <laughs> They could go after Strasburg, and that would make sense. I could see that kind of being like a Roy Holiday type thing, where he goes there yes. and has a couple Cy Young seasons. R.I.P. Or, by the way, Jesus Christ, that well, just I mean, hit me in the feels. I compare that <laughs> to the way it I just, feels. It just hit me yeah. in the feels right there, though. I no. didn't even think about that. Hall of Famer Roy Holiday, but uh, I don't. I mean, if you had to guess now, give me give me one team you think is the favorite to land him in the, in the Nationals. Fridge. You think he'll go back? Yeah, I'm gonna say I mean, I'm gonna say won. Phillies. Phil, I mean, I just, I, mean, it, it just, I threw it out there for a reason. That'd yeah. be my second choice. For I think sure. I think Cole is. Uh, is I don't know how. To go I know York, that but. him and Harper had a pretty good relationship, so um, I know that that might still be tantalizing. But again, Phillies weren't great, so I mean, what's that going to do for the you? The Phillies were a pitcher or two away from being a playoff team, right there. I mean, they were yeah. for most of the season. Um, all right, so. We got enough schmoozing about the Nationals. Let's talk about the elephant in the room now. It's Cleveland Browns after what we saw today. Um, <laughs> well, again, you guys are hearing this on Monday, but we saw it on Sunday, uh, late afternoon, early evening. Jesus Christ! So, I'm, Andrew, I'm going to walk back on something I said in the uh, in the preseason when we were making our projections. Take it on back. Not on Baker. I still think he has a lot of potential to be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And it's again, not he, Baker's fault. Well, he's working his way through. Uh, this Browns team is bad. Yeah, plain and simple. It's it's a bad team with a couple really good talented players. I wouldn't say they're bad. No, they're, no, just, no, 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 eh, no, eh. no, no. They're bad. They're bad. And I'm not taking any anything away from Denver and their defense. But this dude, Brandon Allen, walked out there, not even playing a damn down in the NFL over the past three four seasons, and looked pretty damn competent against what's supposed to be one of the better pass defenses in the league. Run defense, you could say there's some holes here or there. They give up some big plays. That's fine. And you know Denver was going to be able to run the football. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout win, but I thought they should have won this game by at least 10. There's too much on that offense, you would think. I'm I'm thoroughly convinced now that I was wrong and that this team is just trash at this point. I mean, I it's, think they're mediocre, and that's a fair term for me to use. Somebody compared, it's what I called. 
Miles Garrett. I think it might have been someone from from TAM. They compared Miles Garrett to Edwin Encarnacion when the Indians were up eight and down eight when he hit his thirty homers, forty homers. He always gave you the big stats when the team was up big, or they were they. He never made a big clutch time hit. Think about it. Miles Garrett's got a shit ton of sacks this year. He's got like ten or whatever. But how many of those sacks were on a big play that turned the the tide of a game or made it? And I love Miles Garrett. Defense again, and this means something that me and you spoke about. Defense wins championships, and it's something that I said in the beginning of the year, and no one wanted to listen to me. Um, I'm not saying that I'm the guru about football. I've been well more than correct about what's going on with the Browns. I did say seven and nine, eight and eight. Um, what I will tell you right now is that the Browns on defense have pieces that can be successful and are showing signs of being successful. But you can't blame Miles Garrett for not being clutch on defense when you have 11 guys on the field that need to do the exact same thing. Oh, and that's yeah, why, yeah. Uh, what's the cornerback, uh, the safety's name, that just like fucking roasts the Browns? Mitchell? Uh, well, are you talking about name? the guy that was jumping out on fans and stuff? No, the safety that just talked shit about the Browns losing right now. I don't know who it was. Somebody just went to Twitter. Well, Jermaine Whitehead was the one that was calling Whitehead. out fans. No, he was yes, calling out fans. Yes, yes, yes. Fans, and then he was calling out 92-3's uh, Dustin Fox about saying they played poorly. Like I he mean, was they did people, play poorly. Well, yeah, but he was calling people crackers, and he was telling them he was going to kill them and stuff like that. He gave them the Browns uh, address at their training camp and said, come find me. I'll, we'll, we'll get, like, that, that can't happen. And this is part of the problem. I mean, I get why you're upset. I'm, a, I'm, no, a, I'm an the, athlete but, as well. Uh, yeah, just... upset is fine. And it's when you see Baker and Odell go and talk to the media and say, you know, we need to get figure shit out. He looks not... defeated. Baker Mayfield looked defeated. He's getting, he's getting his ass kicked. He really is. I don't even think he's been sacked that many times. Oh, Honestly, yes. He's been hit a lot. I, I don't think it's like even record, like close to record setting. But That's see, it's saying. also, you know, we talked about him being mentally tough, and he is very mentally tough. The problem is, though, not, not the he's, way he's looking right now. He's I'll tell being, you. well, he's getting battered down by a bunch of people, too, that think it's his fault for all these. It's when it comes down to it, you execute the game plan that your coaches lay out for you. Yeah. He's staying within the offense. He's not improvising like he was last year because Freddie Kitchens was improvising on the fly last year on Todd Haley's offense. That's how it was. I don't think... Haley set up the had set up the pillars of the offense. Kitchens came in and said, we're not going to scrap everything, but we're going to tweak here and there. That allowed Baker to be more flexible because he didn't really have a full-on offense to run. It was more about, hey, it's a weird combination. I don't combination. think Odell Beckham Jr. wants to be here. I think that when he loses, which unfortunately... He dealt with with most of his career. Well, in in, in college, he didn't. In the pros, in his first year or two, again, New York was still relevant and fighting for playoff spots. Yeah, competent. Since then, it's it's, but this guy's very. He's ultra competitive, and it's usually what happens with some of the best players in any sport that are those superstar talents. When they lose, the mind just shuts off, and they just kind of get lost in the moment. They'll 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 talk out, they'll act out. But when the winning the the, I told you once he did what he did. With Tom Brady, and Tom Brady saying staying several hours after the game so his kids could meet Odell. Things point in the direction that Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't want to be here. I mean, Odell does he want to be at the Patriots? He's already said he does. He's well, I mean, made that very who, who clear. He doesn't want to be on a team that won six Super Bowls in the last twenty seasons. But I mean, like in all honesty, Odell has that draw with kids. That's the one thing. Just watching this dude, I did a thing for uh, the news station where he was doing the bowling uh, for the Get to School campaign. For Kansas City schools, it was a bunch of you know anywhere from like third to seventh graders. They fucking lost their shit. 
Yeah, he's a superstar. Well, he he has that effect, and mainly on kids. Mm-hmm. They they love this dude. So it's what Tom Brady. When you wear ramen Tom Brady's kids wanting to meet. Yeah, being Odell doesn't mean shit to me. The, the, the exchanging of the cleats and whatever. They they exchange jerseys in the NFL all the fucking time. Doesn't yeah, you know? it's just something. It's just super it's, weird. It, the comments, the staying yeah. after, the the changing of shoes. I'll tell you right now. If I went, we're take this in a weird turn. Imagine we're playing under basketball teams, right? And we're playing. They're doing a rec season. I go up to insert team name here. I go up to Parma's Finest and I give him a pair of shoes after the game. I wait and we shoot some hoops afterwards. That'd be weird because I say I really want to play I really want to play with uh insert player's name here. He's a good player. Yeah. Great stat line. You're gonna be like, whoa, what the fuck, dude? You not want to be here anymore? And it's evident that he doesn't want to be here anymore. Well I mean we're not gonna be there anymore because we don't have a team right now. But uh I yeah again I get that but it's a, it's a different level with these guys, and it's it's Brady. I mean, for fuck's sake, you may not want to acknowledge it, but ninety nine percent of the sports world thinks he is the best quarterback of all time. And yeah, I, I don't ever say I, I don't I ever get say the argument. He's a great but, quarterback, you'll never hear me say that. But like uh, again, I, I'm walking back my statement. This Browns team is probably going to finish somewhere between six and ten, and maybe five and eleven, four and twelve. Um, I still yeah. have faith in half. Well. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Split them, buddy. There's, there's. We saw a great run last year with the Colts, where they won seven of the last eight and they made the playoffs. The the schedule is really weak. I again, you can say that about the Broncos, but the Broncos defensively have not shown up. They did it against the Browns, which a is terrible timing for the Browns, but b it was it was in due time that this was going to happen. You said something there that I want to point out. Terrible timing for the Browns. They've had terrible timing, terrible luck. Terrible, pretty much everything for the past twenty years. Terrible injury luck. R.I.P. Well, and, it's, and people want to say it's cursed or whatever. No, it's just it's it's how it is. This team just for some reason they don't get the breaks that a team like New England will. That fourth down play where Baker Mayfield lunges for that first down that he got, by the way, mm-hmm. that they obviously did not want to mark fast or pass because again they're not they're not overturning a lot of calls in the field this year, leaving them as they are. Which is fine, whatever. But he got the first down. Can't bitch about it if they just leave it as it is. Right, because that's, that's, that's the call they made. They can stick by that. Right. Those breaks go to the better teams. Yeah. And that's a, that's a season-long thing. That's not a, oh, it's going to turn around type thing. That's just how you are. That's how that's how your season goes. Mm-hmm. Because you can go 14-2, 13-3, whatever, but you know, ask Breeze and the Saints, ask Brady and the Patriots. When those seasons happen, there's a lot of shit and a lot of times and a lot of games where sometimes a call here, a call there, a, a spot here, a spot there, you just get lucky. Yep. You really do. The Browns you catch a break. have no breaks. They will get none. All season. I I would imagine they're probably going to beat the Bengals twice. So I'll give them two more wins Steelers, there at least. I'd say at least once. I don't even know about that. I said once on the Steelers. If Connors comes back, if Connor comes back healthy and that defense is playing the way they are, I don't believe that the Steelers are as good as the four and four record states. I think Jacoby Brissett getting injured gave them a break in today's game. Brian Hoyer though, they would he looked okay. Three touchdowns, he threw an interception though. Still for oh, three touchdowns a pick again for a third string quarterback. The one touchdown came back as a touchdown for Mika Fitzpatrick. So again, <laughs> that one interception meant a lot. They caught a break there. This they should be three and five. They should not be at all four and four. But they are. They are four. They'd be four and five. I'm sorry. Well, they're four and four. Yeah, three. The and five, Patriots. The Patriots are five hundred. Yeah. Or the uh, the, uh, the Steelers are five hundred. Yeah. 
I don't know. I like I said, being four and four was a weird break. Uh, the Ravens are what the Ravens are. I mean, they're this division is a lot. They shit on this division pretty hard, and now it's turning around to be like, oh shit, the North's looking pretty good besides the Bengals. The Browns don't look solid, but they're just getting beat. It's just like it's like a Division two football team in high school playing a bunch of Division one competition is what it looks like. Except for Hoban. You look like <laughs> when Hoban you, plays D one schools. Yeah. They still won by forty. It looks like you have like you, you have the best D two school in the country, and you're facing a bunch of really good D one schools. That's how it looks like to me, at least. And the Browns aren't going to catch any breaks, like you said. They're not going to. They don't deserve to. A they're playing sloppily. Uh, they're blaming everybody but themselves and. No one's taking accountability. There's none of that on this team. There's no responsibility on this team. There is lack of coaching. There is lack of discipline. And there is no what Freddie Kitchen said. If you're not a Brown, then we don't listen to you. <laughs> what is the identity of a Brown? Well, again, back to Paul uh, loser. Brown. Well, no, but back to the Paul Brown days. Again, it was more about, again, being confident and, and keeping your focus. That was one of his biggest points. If you ever a fan of Paul Brown, you you knew some of his pillars as far as the guy created two football teams. Yeah, so, which I mean, are looking like laughing stocks in the NFL today. So, well, fuck Rian, me. He, Rian, he wasn't thinking about that. Shout out to my Naruto know, fans. Reanimate that motherfucker. So, you like that one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear lord. All yeah. right, she did. She'll listen for that. Look at her. She's happy about it. But I mean, in all honesty, again, I want to apologize for getting Browns fans' hopes up. You weren't the only one, buddy. There's there's Super Bowl odds on the line, so that was that was <laughs> MVP for Baker Mayfield on the line. I told you, and everybody, you of all people, you should be apologizing to me for judging me so hard. I told you guys that this was the case, that this wasn't going to happen, and I'll admit to it. I knew this was coming, and I'm not a guru. Like I said, it's just it was written on the wall. There's a reason that Odell Beckham Jr. got traded from New York. It wasn't if you're that good of a superstar and you're not a cancer in a locker room, you're not going to end up getting traded. That's all i got to say about that. <sighs> well, that team's also just back and forth. And, and I like Odell. Too. I don't know what the issue is, but I'll tell you, he doesn't want to be here. Right now he doesn't. No, I don't think anyone wants to be playing for the Browns right now. You know who point. hasn't said much? Jarvis. Again, being yeah, a leader, yeah, yeah. where's his voice? He, he talks, but, Barely. but people don't listen. And you want to know why? Because we have Odell and we have Baker. He, he could, he, I don't want to listen to Baker well, talk. Jarvis can go into the media as much as he wants, but it's not going to matter. I don't want to listen to Baker talk at all. I don't. Take that the way you want to, but I don't want to hear a single word out of his mouth until he's a winner again. Well, he's pissed off. Um, I, mean, I get him. that he's pissed off, but take resp- again, take some responsibility. And he's not. I don't hear him saying, you know what? I need to be out there doing better. I need to give this to my team. He said it multiple times. Not like he, that. Well, it's, that's how he starts, and then he'll finish by saying, "At the end of the day, though, we do all have to be better." And it's true. I that, mean, yeah, I mean, again, he Kermit, knows what, he knows what he's doing wrong, and you can't you can't turn the ball over. And he said that over and over again. I got to make smarter decisions. I can't. I got to. I got to find my smarter fit. decisions. Isn't on him, like we were talking about with Freddie Kitchens. I need Freddie Kitchens to come out and say that he's a dumb coach. Too. Well, again, Baker's I'm not going to come out shit. and not <laughs> hit and not you know target his guy because he likes Freddie. But, I just need to hear. I'm a piece of shit out of Freddie Kitchens' mouth. Is that fair? Speaking of Freddie, now, so what do they do with this guy? Nothing. I mean, he's your coach. You gotta. You played out. Who are you gonna put in Munkin? What? <sighs> yeah, you don't have an option. Wilkes. Maybe. Just call Greg. See if he'll come back. Apologize mm. to him. Give him a kiss on the lips. You know. Okay. I love you. Image. I don't want to see John Dorsey and Greg Williams making out in the corner of the Browns training facility. That's a little creepy. Uh. Weird things going on in Berea. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, in more ways than one. But no, like... It's, <laughs> You're thinking about it? Mm. No, 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 I'm not. But, like, think it... So Two keep, elderly men kissing. That's a, it's a sign, a sight I don't want to see. People talked about maybe keeping this team the same way it was last year as far as not moving the coaching pieces around, keeping Williams as the head coach, keeping Freddie as the OC going forward because of the success they had. And one of the reasons... I told you I wanted Greg Williams to be the coach. But one of the reasons why I feel like that was successful too is because Greg didn't touch certain things. That he didn't know about, yeah. Well, you get, well, even then, head coach. I'm not good at this, so I ain't going to touch it. What the head coach at the end of the day is not supposed to do anything. Really bad Greg Williams. Well, think about it. The head coach is really not supposed to do anything. He's supposed to give inspirational speeches and make adjustments on game day and listen to his assistants and then do what they and make decisions based on what they decide to tell him what to do. I mean, it's, it's basically all he's supposed to do is just stand there and take advice and then Look, go Freddy. for it. Freddie doesn't do that. No. Freddie is calling plays on offense. Freddie is has his hands in special teams. There's, he's filling up this plate where he needs to be bare and he needs to be able just to be an inspirational speaker, which he has. He has the ability to, ability to connect with his with his players. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why he got the job. Yeah. But he's got to take a step back. Monken, like we talked about it, he ran the offense in Tampa. Yeah. Tampa's offense was not usually a problem. Now, granted, Winston threw they a bunch of problems. picks. But, yeah, they were okay. But they put up big numbers. Yeah. So... Then it needs to be something that he needs to do. He needs to see how he's not going to do it, and it's going to cost him his job, I think, at the end of the day. This Browns team is not built to be, oh, in three years we're going to be a Super Bowl contender. They made these moves, and Dorsey put these moves in action to try and win in the next year to two years. Like, God forbid they finish like 5-11, and 11, the next year they come out and lose the first three or four games. He's gone. Yeah. And honestly, if you lose the Cincy this season... Or if they lose a few more games in a row here, I don't know how you keep Freddie with the job at this point. You don't. You do throughout the year. I I I, I not, I'm not a big fan of cutting coaches out halfway through the year or at any point during the season, but he just doesn't have it. He really doesn't. I don't want to say that he doesn't have it. That's the unfortunate part. He's still a rookie head coach. We should have expected that that they were going to win a lot. And again, we give too many expectations to Browns fans. But he puts the the problem is some of the other guys that have been successful in these spots, guys like the McVeighs, guys like Andy Reid, yeah. who had no coaching experience, had coaching experience before his job in Philly when he first got it, and he had great success almost immediately. They knew who to delegate to. They stayed in their own lanes and they took their advice to their coordinators and ran with it. Yeah, they did. Freddie wants to do everything, and the longer he does that the worse this team is going to be, the more it's going to cause dissension, the more it's going to alienate your superstars, and the more problems they're going to have in the long run, and the more losses are going to pile up. Am I wrong? No. I mean, I mean what the, yeah. it's, 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 <laughs> it's where they're going, man. This is a 3-13 and team written all over it right now. That's, that's, a, that's a fucking problem. Yeah, especially with the high expectations that you had. But again, I told you, I think that the high expectations that we gave to this team were unfair and uncalled for in we should have again rose tinted glasses or in this case brown tinted glasses are not subjugated this was not something that we should have sat there and been like yeah this all this adds up for a Super Bowl fucking team guys who have no playoff experience guys who don't win a lot in the first place um, guys who don't know how the NFL works 
uh, all the way. Some of them do, but in a coach that doesn't know what he's doing yet. And we're sitting here saying Super Bowl? Again, thinking with a clear mind versus thinking about it's the same concept that I gave you in the beginning of the year. MB, take yourself back to a sweet old time of NBA Live 2005 oh, Lord. when you would make a dynasty team or a season and you'd sign right before you make this team. You're going to create a roster and put all the best players on the team. Sometimes it doesn't add up to winning formula. It takes pieces. and Certain pieces have to be better than others. and Not everybody on the team are superstars and they win championships. As the Nationals, they just did it. Sometimes you don't have to add an Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, add some defensive pieces that are going to be more helpful, Sheldon Richardson, et cetera, and hope to God everything works out. Or like Baker Mayfield, you guys put a lot of pressure on a guy that really showed that he could be good but not great. And saying MVP, those are strong words. Or win us a Super Bowl in Cleveland? How about an offensive line first? Yeah. Again, it's going to take time. They, they, this should be the focus of the draft now. You've got your playmakers, and if you're not going to trade for guys, ultimately to fill a spot. You, you, it's meat. It's meat and potatoes first. Meat and potatoes, and then like you the have you dessert. No, it's meat and potatoes first. Then you have dessert. Oh, one more time, say meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. <laughs> Think about it. You you build you build your line from the inside out, and then that way, when it's time for the dessert, the the flashier receivers, you can make those moves. They didn't do that now. You're barking up the right tree, guy. I'll tell you, offensive lines are the most important position on the field. Hands offensive down. and defensive lines win games. That's the building blocks of, yeah, of a literally. team. You could have a shitty quarterback and have a good defense. We've seen that before. Look at, look at Dilfer. But ask right now, if Trent Dilfer, how many sacks did Trent Dilfer have in that season? I bet if we looked it up, I bet you it wasn't that many. For, to keep for, him on his feet, man. For all that Brady has gone through, how many times has Brady been sacked? Mm-hmm. You don't hear me? Listen. 20 years in the league, I probably can count it on two hands. Like It's, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Breeze doesn't usually get sacked. Look at Dak Prescott; he's making a career right now off behind that offensive line. Put him in a put him in a bronze that's uniform a, and see how well Dak Prescott's that's doing the right best now. Best offensive line in the NFL. He did, yeah, I think I might be related to Travis Frederick. No, I think I am. I don't think you are. Yeah, Grandma think, said so. I think you. Uh, yeah, Grandma said so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe you don't know. That's All right, let's move hopes. on because I'm depressed. I, I hate talking about these I'm guys depressed. right now. Depressed. On to uh, a new topic that I actually kind of enjoy a little bit because it's it's uh, it's different in the NBA. Steph Curry is going to be out the next three months with a broken hand. Yeah. Um, you sent me the text of Tank. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I literally like I, I felt like I felt like I got vertigo. I'm like, oh, I'm so dizzy. Like, what's going on? Did you just say Tank and the Golden State Warriors in the same sentence? They put out a lineup. It was an ugly Sunday. <laughs> no D Russell. No Curry, no Draymond Green. It was like Willie Cauley Stein's a superstar on that dude. team. It was like <laughs> it was like Jakari Evans and like oh my oh my god, dude. Jordan Paschal, <laughs> Pash, yeah, Eric Paschal from from fucking Villanova. Know. <laughs> yeah, who fuck? Who the fuck cares? Like mm. it's <laughs> this is this is the most. I didn't know Golden State went to Sacramento. <laughs> this 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 is honestly payback. If you think about it, for all the years of having that kind of team, where, oh, don't worry, one guy's hurt. We still got three other all-stars. No, like, here you go. Now <laughs> you, you ain't got, got shit, now bitch. Now you got none. Now you got absolutely none. You ain't got shit, bitch. Like, I don't know why Russell is out, but I'm sure it's, it's hopefully it's not too serious because we actually do like D'Angelo Russell. 
Yeah. Curry's gone for three months. Clay's out for the year. That's that Ohio State boy. Draymond's kind of whatever he's going through, he's going through. I mean, God knows. At this once point. he got told he was six five and he's never looked back. I told you. It <laughs> once was he hurt him. Once he was told that he'd be a good Eddie Murray in the next Shrek movie, he was too upset about that. But like th- this is this is where we're at now with Golden State, man. You're looking at a twenty five win team right now. Harlem River. <laughs> twenty five win team in Golden State. So, I thought that was kind of... Well, what the, what the, who the fuck would have thought about that? You know, two years ago, if I tell you this team's going to... That, that's the starting lineup this team's going to put out there. You probably would slap me in the face and call me stupid. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I'd be like, hmm, that sounds fucking wrong. Wait, don't All ever right. talk about that again. Don't, don't yeah. say stupid shit like that. Get out of my face. And now look where we are. <laughs> look where we are. There you go. Stupid shit in my Possibly, face. possibly right now, maybe one of, if not the worst team in the Western Conference. Because of what, they, what they've been dealt here with injuries and with everyone leaving. I gotta say is fuck them. I don't really care. You know. Well, should they tank now? That's the biggest thing. No. Uh, well, they wouldn't have a fucking choice. I mean, <laughs> with everybody point. with everybody coming back, they're still gonna be like a they're gonna be almost a 500 team if everybody comes back. Well, Clay's not coming back this season. Clay won't. Yeah. Uh, unless they this they bench staff for the rest of the season, which would be well, three months. What he'll be out. Remember, he probably out to the All Star break. I'd imagine somewhere around there. Yeah, and at that point, you think about, well, should we just bench him for the rest of the season? We'll that's, see where they're that's at. Up to Steph. Yeah. yeah, that's up to Steph. Um, if they're not holding it down with D'Lo and hopefully Draymond Green back, then maybe you start thinking to yourself, okay, maybe I need to. I mean, I don't know. I think there's still. It just depends on what they do Even with Steph. Even that team with a healthy D'Lo and Draymond. It just depends on what they do with Steph. Maybe a 30 win team. Yeah, but again, you have, it maybe maybe a 30 win <sighs> team, but you add Steph, you're adding another 15 wins. Now we're talking 45, and again, that's halfway point. Well, you're at over 500. Let's be fair now. Stefan looking too hot anyway to start the season. Like no, he, he was he going through have, it. He doesn't have a clay to rely on. I told you. It's different. Okay, so again, bringing up an example. When me and you are playing basketball games together, both of us start shooting threes. People got to choose who they're going to fucking guard. It's not just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go guard the tall guy because he can fucking shoot all the time. Then I got to worry about the fat fuck in the corner because he's hitting him. He's darting the shit out of the game right now. It's like we just went with that with the Strongsville situation. It's just like they, they You just, actually got the witness me getting punched in the face. How was that for you? Did you enjoy that? You tried to tell you told Sam about that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got punched by Doug Jr. How about that? <laughs> she laughed out loud. She killed it. In. I was uh, like, yo, this was a Hey, your boy situation. took it, though. Yeah, you ate it. Your boy it. took it, though. Yeah, you ate it. You were a little teary-eyed because he got you right in the bridge. The he got you right in the bridge. What do you dude. want me to do? Yeah, I can't control that there's shit. There's nothing you could have done. You got it you didn't right hurt. in the bridge. No. I mean, for fuck's sake. I, I'm not listen. Shout out to whoever, shout out to whoever that even. shout out to whoever that kid was though that uh, helped you there for a minute. He was superhero. I had a they they were gonna let that kid just swell on you while they all held you back though. I had to grab that kid because I told you as soon as you guys had separated, no one grabbed Doug Jr. Well, he punched me, you. then I grabbed him. No, I'm talking about when they separated you two. Oh, when the other kid? Yeah, like they you? grabbed you, didn't grab him. I had to grab the other kid. Well, because they look at the size and they're like, okay. I well, get it, but still, yeah. like that kid could have just started waiting. <laughs> I knew other holding you back. They wouldn't have got it done. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't trust. Well, that. if it was like the first punch, it wasn't going to hurt too much anyway. So it didn't really. <laughs> Speaking of throwing punches, uh, we got to talk about the UFC main event. I'm sure uh, Mr. Bedinsky will enjoy this this topic. Yeah. First time since UFC 231. What was this? UFC 244. So that was a while ago. I think 2018. Like early 2018, a doctor stoppage for uh, Masvidal beating your boy Nate Diaz. <laughs> That's what happens. You talk a lot of shit, and someone doesn't want to hear it. That's it. That's what happens when you smoke a bowl before the fucking match. 
There you go, buddy. Swag's only going to get you so far, kids. Oh, gonna... <laughs> there was three of them. I don't know. <laughs> Ask Conor McGregor. Nature to know that. Like you're just yeah, okay. So the saying: you either you either destroy your enemies or you live long enough to become them. <laughs> it's basically what happened here. Just like yeah, you're him now. <laughs> Welcome. Oh my god. I don't know. That was rough. Yeah. I mean, we can call. Him. He's sleeping right now. I'm about to say call him. Put him. Like it'd be funny. No, as fuck. no. It'd be pissed. so funny. Uh, yeah, I didn't really watch it. I'll be honest with you. I just, I just saw the highlight. I'm like, well, there let's you go. talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figured it'd be a good little, little stopgap between all the, the, the monotony, the rounds, yeah, the hoopla, the, the hoopla, uh, the wee snarls. Are you excited for the McGregor fight coming up in, uh, in January? No, I'm not against. Gonna, I'm not even insert gonna watch opponent it. here. Yeah, I'm not even gonna watch it. I kind of want to see what happens. If he loses, it'd be hilarious. It would be I funny. Feel, yeah. I feel bad for uh, Dale. He's one of our friends who's a big Connor fan. Uh, he said he's been waiting for years now to see him back in the aunt again. And I said, oh, hold your breath. Uh, <laughs> hold your breath. I don't think anybody else wants to see him. It's surprising you do. Yeah. I want to see him in WWE. That's that's all. Because if you give that guy a mic and let him talk. Yeah. It'll be fun. Literal shit flies out. Just like, <laughs> just diarrhea. And it's like spray diarrhea. Yeah. Like the type that covers your butt. You know what I mean? And you're just like, <laughs> and just like all across the fans of the WWE. Just like just like little sprinkles. And they all like, open their mouths Like when it. Triple H... When Triple H spits on people, or when, uh, or when, uh, what's his face, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin cracks a beer and the front row gets splattered, but it'd just be little. You used shit. to go home with souvenirs <laughs> when you would go to those shows. Now you go home with depression, crushed dreams because the <laughs> shows are awful most of the time. And I'm a fan. Uh, <laughs> and I'm a fan. <laughs> did you see the? Uh, speaking of fights, too, did you see the Embiid and uh, Towns fight? No, was it a fantastic fight? No, no, I didn't even get to watch it. <laughs> All I know is like it was. This, this it was, is proves not a shadow of a in doubt. In due time. Oh my I, god! I probably should have seen it. I'm terrible at this. I probably should have seen it, but no, I didn't even look at it to be honest. It was earlier in the week, and I know because that, that was a good game. Honestly, oh I yeah, the game was the game was fine. And I think is Philly still undefeated now? No, they got a loss, I believe. One Cause, loss because they were they were undefeated for a minute, but I mean, let me check while we're sitting here. But keep talking. Go ahead. Oh, like that. Go ahead, so we don't this, look like we're in a professional. This just proves my point that NBA players. Especially the guys that are six ten and above are just wacky with coordination. No, Philly's undefeated. They beat Portland last night, so they're five and zero. Now there you go. I mean, you're right. Yeah, like damn. And Embiid came out and said he was he was <laughs> he was trying to hit him with a fly swatter. So he was it was a whole bunch of stupid shit. They went to Twitter again. It's seven foot NBA centers thinking they're professional boxers getting out there, and there was. Why is I D. Felt Rose the breeze. DNP? That's the real question. Derek Rose? Yeah. He, he tore his ACL again. Did he really? No, I haven't. I was about to idea. say. <laughs> You'd oh. be hurt right there if I said that. Yeah, I did. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. So there's man. that. Yeah, because uh, he played the night before and had 23. Yeah, he's seven. probably, it's probably like more like rest, honestly, at that yeah. point. Because you gotta Load be care- management. we got to be careful with him that, now. That's a, that's a word in the NBA. Well, you Load wanna, management. With Derek, the thing is about keeping him healthy, too, because if he's healthy, he's going to be fine. He'll get, you, he'll get you those 23-point nights, so he's got to make sure he's out there. That's the biggest thing. So uh, game six of the regular season versus a playoff game, you're setting Derek Rose. Like, just give him back. <laughs> back to backs. Let him, let him chill out. Pull, pull Kawhi. He'll play 62 games, win an MVP. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. So we're looking at today's stats, right? Kevin Love for MVP? <laughs> That's the Cavs are next up on my list, man. They're, He's averaging 17.2 and 16.8. <laughs> Listen, the Cavaliers... He's averaging 17 and 17 on the season. I think the Cavs are 2 and 3 now. They lost to the Mavs. Tonight, as of yeah. tonight, no, they're uh, 2 and 4. Two they and lost four. to the Mavs. Well, still. Luka Jones at 29, 12, and 15. <laughs> Triple double. 
Did you, did you see the battle with him and LeBron a couple nights ago? Yeah, another triple-double. This kid, I swear to God, if LeBron doesn't win MVP because the way he's been playing, it's going to be Doncic. If Doncic doesn't win MVP, I'd be surprised. As long as he stays healthy and he's out there, I don't see why not. And if Dallas keeps winning, I think they're 5-1 and one or 6-1. and one. He's right now averaging 26.2, 8.4, 9. 9.6. This kid was born in 1999. <laughs> Your face says it all. It hurts, dude. 1999 in the NBA, averaging <laughs> 26.2, 8.4, 9.6. Listen. This kid, if you do that math as a roundup, you're, if I was to say this to Sam, it would be 26, 8, and 10. This dude is averaging almost a triple-double as a white man. That's crazy. To- I think I think it's time for us to accept the fact that... Luka Doncic is a real fucking deal? Well, no, that, th- that... That Atlanta's retarded? That these kids that are going to be... Now, guess what? Next year is going to happen. We're going to start seeing kids born in the 2000s putting up. Big stats. In basketball, yes. NFL, yeah. it's still weird because they're still older than us. Like, getting yeah. drafted, some of them are still older than well, us. Well, because like, they go to college. For I'm like, wow, there three years that you stuck there. I didn't know that's what it was. Fucking dude. Like, once my knee cracked twice playing Saturday at night at the rack, I mean, I, I realized this this is it. <laughs> like, I mean, and now I'm seeing guys that are born five, six years after me throwing up, you know, 40 point triple doubles. In the Don't NBA. feel bad. I think he's the like, youngest man. one on that, on that starting he's line. He's 20. Wow. I'm I'm older than Christoph Porzingis. Wow, he was born August second, nineteen ninety five. Wow. Yeah, there I'm you an go. Old man. This is this is my life now. This is my. I I told a couple people that uh, Brunson was born in ninety six. Well, Colton's gonna grow up probably. Luka Doncic is probably gonna be his favorite player. I mean, I mean that's, he's that's, my as of right now. He's my favorite player. That's, so yeah, that's that's the guy. I mean, because when you grow and up with him, and I mean, he's fucking he's my favorite player, and he's four years. He's putting up LeBron stats. At 20. All right, this made me feel better. Justin Jackson was born in 95. Okay. Dialing me back dialing me back down. Not helping me, buddy. 92 for Tim Hardaway Jr. Well, fuck me. He's been in the league for like 10 years. Six, I think. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> anyway. 1990 for Ryan Brokoff, though. He's only one year in the league. All right. Um, let's move to the quick Val hits. Parezo. Stop! Stop citing ages. You're making me feel fucking older than I already feel. Uh, do you, how do you want to do the quick hits today? Do you want to? Uh... I'm gonna read them off to you. All right. Number one. My name is Andrew. And I can't Drew Brees read. Purdue pep talk. Did you see this? No, I didn't at all. If you get a chance, I'm gonna look. I'm, it gonna, up. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna dub it in so we can play it. But wow. Man, it's supposed to be my bye week, but you guys got my heart thumping, thinking it's game day for me too. Man, I appreciate being in this locker room. Appreciate being here with you guys. Um, I hope you guys know just how much Purdue uh, means to me. Um, My opportunity to be a football player here from 1997 to 2000, um, the education I got here, meeting my wife, meeting some of my greatest friends in life. um, This place has a special, special um, place in my heart. And um, it's always an honor to come back, especially be able to talk to you men. Um, This is what I have to say about today, guys. A streak. All right, a run has to start with one day, with one game. All right, every season is full of defining moments, and you never know when those defining moments will happen. So I would say, why not today? Why can't today be one of those defining moments? And it's going to take everybody, and you don't know what play it's going to be, or what moment, or what circumstance throughout the course of that game. But today can be a defining moment for you and this team for this season and the way it will carry you on for the rest of your career here and what you do beyond. So as I go around the room here, DBs, where's my DBs? 
man, you guys, you guys got to play with swagger today. I've never met good DBs that didn't go out there with ultimate confidence. Now, me as a quarterback, I'm trying to attack you guys at all times. If I complete a ball in front of you, you better get up and say, man, you got lucky. Come at me again. Swagger, DBs, that's what I want to see. Linebackers, hit somebody, man. You want to get this team fired up? You want to create a defining moment? Hit somebody. Wide receivers, man, make that play. We need you to make that big catch across the middle. We need to make you that, make that big first down catch. Make it, baby, because we're coming at you. Running backs, man, I love you boys. Man, you got to block, you got to catch, you got to run, you got to choke the rock. Let's see it today. QBs, we throw darts, man. Ball don't, balls don't touch the ground. QBs, balls don't touch the ground. Tight ends, maybe the best athletes on the field. We ask you to do everything, man. Toughness, you guys epitomize it. Let's see it. O-line, you control the game. O-line, you control the game. All times. DNs, I would say I fear you guys. <laughs> Make them fear you. Make them fear you today. D-tackles, man, you hold strong. You hold the fort down. That's your job, man. Do this, man. Every time you step on the field, you have to play this game with energy, emotion, and excitement. Energy, emotion, and excitement. One play at a time, because you don't know what play is going to be the most important play in the game. Will be the defining moment for the game, and maybe for your season, and maybe for your run, to start your streak. And the most important thing, man, play for each other. Look at the brother next to you, man. That's what it's all about. That's what you love most about this game. That's what I appreciate most about this game. I'm in my 19th season in the NFL. Never in my wildest dreams that I think I could play that long and be a part of so many great teams and develop so many great relationships. But that's what I think about when I walk away from this game. Man, I got brothers. I got brothers everywhere. I play for them. They play for me. They counted on me. I counted on them. And we accomplished great things together. So let's do that today, man. Defining moment today. If you're with me, give me two claps. If you're with me, give me two claps. Let's go. Let's go. Like, he should just quit football <laughs> and just be Give an inspirational, inspirational speaker. speaker. Yeah. Holy shit. Inspirational speaker. Purdue won that game, too. Like, they're, they're having a tough season. Yeah, he, my he, buddy Richie plays for them. I told you. Yeah, they, they, they came if out. We can get him on here because it doesn't look like they're doing much right now. But they, they, they're <laughs> fucking, he, they, he did that. They went out. They fucking won. All I'm saying, man, Drew's a hell of a guy and a hell of a talker. That's, that's, he was getting a hell of praise for that, too. But that was really impressive. Number two. Number two, Mets named Carlos Beltran as manager. Makes Fuck that sense. for you. Back when he played for Kansas City, he was my favorite baseball player before well, him and him and Jeter were like this. I use Beltran a lot in uh, MLB Baseball 2K5, so. <laughs> God damn it, it we're makes, so fucking old. That was yeah. 14 years ago. Yeah. That was almost a decade and a half ago. 2K12, too. When, wasn't it Verlander on the front of 2K12? I never played. I, so, or I stopped playing 2K baseball like in 2K seven. baseball was amazing. It was my favorite video game. I hated it. Oh, my God. so awful. great. Because you had never played the show, so you don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're yeah, right. You, you're fucking missing out. <laughs> you're missing out. <laughs> you, I know you don't like PS4 or PS5, whatever's coming out later, but... PS I mean, Penis. <laughs> PS Peter? Yeah. <laughs> PS Peener. <laughs> wing, number, wang, whoosh, you guys. This is my peener. <laughs> number three... <laughs> Marvin Harrison Jr. to Ohio State. Oh, 6'4", 175 as a junior wide receiver <laughs> in high school. The hormones in the chicken, man. Dude, I'm he's got me. the pedigree. He's got <laughs> no school lunches. They said they were supposed to get better. Those Tyson better. chicken nuggets are not. 
Tasting the steroid nuggets. Oh. <laughs> now I know what Doug's so swole. He's oh, eating too many chicken nuggies. I love those school lunches. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Chapman Sigma signs extension with the Yanks. I hate that you put that at the end there. Uh, yeah. Because why else wouldn't he at this point? I mean, yeah. <laughs> he likes being in New York. He signed the one-year extension, so he'll be there for like 2022. like like to be in New York? Like, fuck you guys for giving people what they want. Uh, Sick of your shit. People who don't like to be in New York, people with beards, because he had to sacrifice the facial hair. That's, that's probably the only people that I would imagine when uh, would enjoy it. Shave my face, or you well, then you just go to the Mets. I don't give a fuck because they're the Mets. Uh, so there you go. All right, I don't go to the Mets. Yet. Was that it? Was it the last one? Yeah, that was your quick hits. <clears throat> uh, last quick hits. Yeah, go ahead. Lamar cool. Jackson, 168 yards, three total touchdowns, and a win, 37 to 20 against the New England Patriots. Best defense. Versus the best quarterback in the league? Question mark. No. <laughs> no. Hey, uh, fuck you. No, <laughs> no. Hey, uh, fuck you, bud. No, 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 no. Yes, no, yes, yes, no. yes, 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 yes. We we all know San Francisco has the best yes, defense. Yes, you yes, even pointed yes, it out last week yes, in the podcast. Yes, yes, so don't give me that yes, bullshit. Yes, 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 yes. You can't go back now because Lamar had a good game against the Patriots. Say, oh, the Patriots have the best defense. But I can rerun the tape to last week. Well, did you know the Niners are now the top right defense? No, stop it. Just just stop it. Damn, my boy Richie only got one carry on the year for three yards. Hey, at least he's got three yards. For Purdue? What's their record? I'm going to say, what, like f- like four and five or like three and five or something like that? Or mm-hmm. Are they under 500? Three and six. Yeah. So they need to breeze this pep talk pretty bad. Watch them win out and get a bowl game. <laughs> Sometimes it's all takes. If you're in the Big Ten, you don't even Dude, have to win that much. If you Again, I'm going to dub it in here. If you guys missed it, you don't have to rewind whatever. Go look it up. It is... It is a foot. I fucking want to jump through a wall. I, I never played football in high school. Wish me luck, ladies. There you go. You're at the bottom. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so give me some context of what we're laughing at. Um, it says, wish me luck, ladies and gentlemen. It says Pornhub, 1% battery. And it's... <laughs> It's a picture of Clint Eastwood from one of his cowboy movies, and it says, The Fastest Hand in the West. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing. And the late night. AK Swish Podcast. At night. <laughs> Taking out the trash. At, at night. night. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I think what, what's... Uh... <laughs> let's, let's, let's finish this bitch up. Uh... Like what, one thing bothering me Yeah, now, one right? thing bothering Kyle. I think you should know what this is. There was a certain receiver... What, people not wearing deodorant most of the year and thinking that it's an okay thing to do? <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? Hey, did you know that I wipe deodorant above my upper lip? No, I didn't. You know why I do that, Kyle? Why do you do that, It's Andy? just in case other people don't wear deodorant. <laughs> We're falling Shout apart. Out, shout out to Brick Kreischer for that <laughs> We're one. We're falling the fuck apart here. <laughs> oh my god! All right, I gotta get serious. Did you know one time I shot no a <laughs> I didn't know spit that spitball into my dad's ear, and he <laughs> and he was so so upset about it. He's like, Jesus Christ! I just got JFK'd. <laughs> shout out to Brick Kreischer again. Those are not my jokes. <laughs> I wanted to impress him with my accuracy and try to hit him in the eye in between his glasses. 
<laughs> I bring the spice. <laughs> I bring the spice right now. Oh. My eyes are <laughs> Look at her though. She came, she's so hot. My, my eyes are watering more than when Doug Jr. punched me in the face. <laughs> The sad part is, I looked at that kid. I was like, "Jesus Christ! Do you see his fucking traps? Like he didn't have a neck, dude. Like he didn't. It was hilarious. I was like, you look. Like, I was like, he's like a bulldog. If he barks at me, I'm gonna get scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Oh my god! All right. <clears throat> One thing about Kyle, no. <laughs> his traps. No. Strap ons? What? Uh, dude, it's bothered everybody. Late night? <laughs> All you right. just can't compete <clears throat> with them these days. Ugh. You got studs out there wearing strap-ons. They can fuck all the time. Their dicks don't get tired. Like, they're fake. was <laughs> <laughs> Ross? We were on a break. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Here we go. I, I, I got to do this because otherwise we're going to be here for the next hour doing this. All right. Um, <clears throat> so there was a, um, you know, there's a certain receiver who I don't necessarily like too much. Okay. Who plays football. <laughs> receiver, I'm assuming. We're going to narrow this down eventually. Uh, Unless we're talking about like the phone. Ah, kids don't even know what that I'll give you a hand. He played for the Browns, took him out to the woodshed, went to the Patriots, took them out to the woodshed. Yay, Josh Gordon! Yay, Seahawks! Yay! DK Metcalf going to be corrupted by Josh Gordon! Yay! And Tyler Lockett. What the fuck? <laughs> like, why? Why? They keep giving that old boy What did you... What did... Oh, now... <laughs> People say it's about his talent, okay? Mm-hmm. So after that year in 2013, mind you, that was <clears throat> six fucking years ago. This one? What has this guy done when he's played that keeps getting him this chance after chance after chance? This year in New England, how many games did he play? Six, seven? Uh, 20 catches, 200 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, With possibly, excuse me, one of the best quarterbacks of all time and one of the best offenses and coaches staff of all time. And he didn't do shit. How does this guy keep getting chances? How is he not selling cars full time in Westlake right now? I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Why? Because he's six three. But what the fuck? Can can you tell me why he still has a job right now? No, I really can't. Seriously? Again, it's I guess talent. <laughs> I, I guess. What the fuck has he done since that season? It was six years ago. If a running back has one down year, he doesn't play again. Right? Yeah. Unless your name is Frank Gore and you want to play through fucking 14 different decades, you're not going to be out there for more than a few seasons. Hey, listen, you can talk all that shit you want, right? He's still going. <laughs> still trucking away. I just saw Adrian Peterson run for 100 yards in a game. What the fuck's going on? Like, this is what I'm talking like, it's It doesn't make any sense. Guys that had success in the past but still find ways to be relevant now versus a guy that had one good season... Just shit on the Browns year after year after year. Came out in New England's training camp or whatever and said, I basically lied to him. I never took it seriously till now. Has a mediocre half of a season, gets hurt, and then another team, another serious playoff contending good team, picks him up. You stop me when this sounds fucking stupid. Cause I think oh, no, it's he's really ridiculous. good at selling used cars. So I don't, <laughs> he just doesn't go back to that. Seriously. I'm no. sure they'll hire you in Avon, Westlake, wherever you were before. Mm-hmm. Bedford Auto Mile, maybe? I don't know where he Who was at. Who the fuck cares? Just get out of the Probably NFL. Probably right outside of Bria. Let's be it's, real. It's, it's honestly... Can I come back, Dad? <laughs> one of the biggest jokes in the NFL today. I know a better joke. 
Raceway bag. <laughs> it's like it's like Raceway bag. Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. It's a very small gap. <laughs> the, the live stream joke is down here somewhere. Like it's 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 in the it's in the abyss. <laughs> I am the machine. He finds a way. He's like Antonio Brown. And then we find out, too, that apparently the Seahawks were looking into bringing Antonio Brown as well. Oh, man. Imagine what? that wide receiver core, though. Imagine that wide receiver Listen, core that underperforms and you ever seen gets suicide accused squad? of raping girls again. You Here ever seen go. Suicide Squad? <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Let's take all the bad guys and put them on one team. <laughs> and that movie was fucking awful, so there you go. Fuck you hating on Jared Leto. It's not fair. Awful Joker. Awful Joker. <laughs> Awful joke. Go see the new yeah, one if yeah. you haven't already. He's a, a fucking. We might go see it tomorrow. Joaquin Phoenix is a fucking. He he's right there with Heath Ledger. I'm being dead serious, and I'm not a big. Did you see it already? Movie. Yeah. Was it I great? went by myself and saw it. <laughs> That's impressive. After work one day. Is it good? It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And again, I'm not a big superhero movie kind of dude. Or I heard whatever. it wasn't like that. It's though. not at all. It's very. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's more sad. of a mind movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> about mental illness and stuff too, and it, it's, dude. He's he's close to Heath Ledger. Mental killness. <laughs> well, I, I want to spoil one thing for you because I never thought I'd see it on TV. Besides, you know, The Godfather and shit. But watching Robert De Niro get shot in the head on fucking <laughs> a movie is unbelievable. So I'll leave it at that. It's but, okay. I can live with that. Yeah, <laughs> she got really mad that you're about to spoil something serious. Sorry, I told her Kakashi died in Shippuden today. <laughs> about destroyed her. So she told me to. If you don't, again, we might have anime fans out there. I'm a big anime fan. Uh, but Kakashi was a. He was the fifth Hokage, I believe, at the time. Are you Japanese? Six. He was the sixth Hokage. Now watch anime, dude. It's it's honestly the storylines no. in anime are. I don't have time to watch top anime. tier. You do? No, you I actually, don't. I really don't actually. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> being dead ass here. I, I, I fucking don't I have barely, time, man. That when I watched Joker, I had a little bit of time, so I was like, well, fuck it. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll go see it. Everyone's talking about it, and it was fucking great. Yeah, Mark so. was talking about it. He's the one that told me, he's like, I'm going to go see because everyone's talking about it. And you know how big of a Batman fan. I mean, he's yeah. got a fucking mural on his back. Well, they, they so. built this to where they could do something in the future, possibly, with it being an actual Batman movie. But this movie is more of an independent from it. Like, you know, they have the the correlations with it, but it's not necessarily about that. It's more about, you know, his backstory as far as yeah. going through his... Dude, it's it's honestly, if you guys want to see a good movie and you got a few hours, it's... Go back to your Josh Gordon thing so we don't get too far off. But the, he's a That's fucking, he's a fucking, he's a real life joker. He should fucking just kill himself at this point. It's unbelievable. He's wow. still fucking whoa, around. Whoa, whoa, Chill. <laughs> he keep, I, the fact that his career is still alive is beyond me. Kill his career for sure. Well, you, you hung out with Johnny Manziel in Las Vegas for three months. I'm surprised he is still alive at this point. All the fucking cocaine they were probably doing out there. That's funny. I'll give you that. That's fucking true. <laughs> you almost went full Daniel Tosh there for a second. <laughs> Also, another great comedian, but that's beside the point. Like, it's it's. You guys want to hear my career suicide letter? Here it is, dear Jews. Oh, he's really gonna do it. <laughs> that's all I got written down for right now. But I'll figure the rest out later. Uh, there, you, I mean, that's that's it. I can't fucking. The fact that this guy still has a job is beyond me at this point. He'll he'll flame out and see in Seattle. Watch the fucking 49ers will pick him up, because why not at this point? Yeah, right. Why, why I not? I mean, yeah, every, every good team in the NFL will give him a go-around. Mm-hmm. Going to give him a reach-around? Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they fucking do in those locker rooms. Mm-hmm. Let's ask Jerry Sandusky. Jerry, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. We were on a roll tonight at nighttime. <laughs> oh, God. This right. is the second week in a row we've had Jerry Sandusky jokes. <laughs> it's you re- can't have a complete newscast, or not newscast, but a complete podcast without... At least two Jerry Sandusky jokes. Yeah. You didn't hear the joke because you don't listen to our podcast because, you know, at least play it in the background 
I don't care. Give us some plays. But I did say, please. <laughs> please. I did say last. I did say last week. I said they should make a Jerry Sandusky movie at this point. We're due for a uh, documentary. They should call it Training Days. Because if you don't get what happened, you know what Jerry Sandusky did? Or grooms for grooms, like grooming. <laughs> I thought, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to be not, a top seller. I'm saying it's not your worst idea. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I hate when he's right. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, we got a hit, boys. Oh, huh? <laughs> Who we signing? Now, Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic <laughs> job as the Joker. <laughs> Oh, he really did, though. I'm uh, not saying Bill Cosby should play, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, what's your shit? All right. Uh, so uh, that's going to do, guys. Again, I appreciate you guys listening to the episode 38 of the AK Switch podcast. We got the number right this time, so that's good. Uh, before we go, Andrew, do you want to plug the socials? Yeah. Um, follow us on Pornhub at AK we do not, Switch. We do Pod- not have a Pornhub page. <laughs> <laughs> Please Twitter do not. Twitter at AK Switch Pod. Do not. Do not. Facebook at AK Switch Podcast. Um, Instagram coming soon. We'll Instagram get the official tag soon. out soon. Yeah. Um, follow me on my premium Snapchat at AK Swish Peener. <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> I it, I actually it's not even a really good premium. What I do is I just take gummy bears and I glue them to the tip of my peener. And that's it. Where does this come from? What dark place in the back of your head does this shit just fucking fly out of? I don't know. I got a problem, Kyle. I can tell. God. I need help, Kyle. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're going to look for uh, some help for Andrew, and we'll be uh, back with you guys next week. Uh, again, make sure you check out the Facebook page as well. Also, post it on the Twitter, the championship belt for the, uh, the AK Swish Podcast Fantasy Football League. The pictures are up. Andrew is, I think, pretty impressed. Yeah, it's nice. It looks pretty good. Very nice. Yeah. Does it make you... <laughs> Oh my god! Does it make you want to win that any at all anymore? I mean, do you? Do you... Um, I'm probably still gonna. I mean, I just scored 150 points this week, and I'm still gonna lose. So I don't know what's going on with our league. But ever since you changed the fucking format, uh, my team's taking a shit. So oh, you mean in week one the way it was supposed to be? Yeah. yeah well, fuck you. Yeah. By the way. Well, fuck all. You of make them. it sound like I fucking did it in week five because I was I'm losing. not blaming you. I'm blaming everybody else in our league, aka our listeners. Fuck you guys for for changing the league around. You should have left it the way it was. But no, you had a bitch about it. Now I'm getting fucked every week. <laughs> uh, I enjoy it. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's that's gonna do it again. Make sure you check that out. And uh, of course, uh, listening to us on the uh, the different uh, what we think we have like, 10, 11, Christ, 12. Can you speak. <laughs> I, I'm losing my train of thought here. <laughs> you, you've said peener about 15 times in this podcast, and I just can't even think straight at this point. <laughs> Uh, I've been up for like 14 hours. Wing, wing, uh, woo, show, show me your peener. 16. Uh, oh, okay, we have like 12 different listening platforms you guys can find us, of course. Biggest Game ones. Podcast, yeah, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, wherever you find them, you can find us. Thank you so much for listening. Episode 38 of the AK Swish Podcast in the books. One last thing, Andrew, say it to the people. I've had a fart for half of this podcast, and I didn't do it because there's two people in here. And if I fart in a soundproof room, it is going to stink. I've eaten a lot of pizza today. Deuces. Literally. Greenhouse gases. Bye-bye. The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised.